0: Our free Rapid Relief Call helps you gain a broader perspective, commit to your best next steps, and determine what coaching support is right for you. Visit RapidReliefCall.com to book your call today. Welcome to the Journey Beyond Divorce podcast where we invite you into a journey of healing and personal transformation that will radically change your divorce experience, heal your heart while refining your character and set you up to be effective and feel empowered as you navigate the practical and emotional challenges of divorce. I'm your host, Karen McMahon, founder of Journey Beyond Divorce. My divorce brought me to my knees and it also transformed me and set me on this path to help you. Karen Solos, your compass through the storm of high-conflict divorce. Discover quick chats that are bound to ignite your curiosity, spark inspiration, and pave the way for transformative thinking and living. Are you eager to delve into a specific topic? We'd love to hear from you. Email us at admin at journeybeyonddivorce.com and we'll make sure to weave it into our upcoming episodes. Hey folks, Karen back to chat with you today about the upcoming year and how to celebrate yourself on top of all the normal chaos and pressure. It can feel lonely, unfair, tender, confronting. You may have children that you're not seeing or that you are, but there's a switch happening. The winter holiday is an opportunity. It's the end of the year. And so I want to talk today about attitude and gratitude. There's a a quote that I learned a long time ago uh, by Charles Swindoll on attitude that I love. So I'm just going to read it before we dive in. He says, the longer I live, the more I realize the impact of attitude on life. Attitude to me is more important than facts. It's more important than the past, than education, than money, than circumstances, than failures, than successes, than what other people think, say, or do. It's more important than appearance, giftedness, or skill. It will make or break a company, a church, a home. The remarkable thing is we have a choice every day regarding the attitude we embrace for the day. We cannot change our past. We cannot change the fact that people will act a certain way. We cannot change the inevitable. The only thing we can do is play the one string we have, and that is our attitude. I am convinced that life is 10% what happens to me and 90% how I react to it. And so it is with you. We are in charge of our attitudes. And I find that so incredibly powerful, especially given the work that I do, the life that I've lived, the high conflict marriage and divorce that I went through, the people like you that I support every day in the work that I do. Because the behavior and the circumstances can be so hard, so displeasing, so unhinging. If you're not hyper vigilant about it, it can change your attitude. And so today I wanted to talk about attitude and gratitude. And of course, it's hard To feel gratitude when you're in a vice, when you're in a relationship where you feel unheard, unseen, belittled, berated. And yet, one of the things that I've learned is that there's always so much to be grateful for. And sometimes when we're in the darkest season of the situation we're going through, we have to get very granular About our gratitude. I am grateful that I woke up this morning, that I actually have sight when I open my eyes and I can see what's going on. I'm grateful that I brought these amazing children into the world or that my relationship with them is good. I'm grateful for my friends. I'm grateful for the fact that there's a roof over my head, even if I don't really like the home that I'm living in. And so I really want to invite you to take a little bit of time this week and there's two different things one is to be grateful and I have a little practice I'm going to give you at the end of this episode but to be grateful for the little things until you can start adding bigger things to your gratitude list so if that's you if you're in that dark season list what you're grateful for, list what you do have because your mind is constantly going to what you don't have. The other value of doing this attitude and gratitude work is science has shown that we can rebuild neural pathways. And the more we focus on what isn't working and what we don't want and how bad things are, we're building a highway to that misery. And the more we focus on Gratitude and what we do have and what is possible and what we believe our future can be, we're building up, up, we're building that highway to a more positive, optimistic way of looking at life. And so I strongly encourage you to go through this year, as hard as it's been, where have you grown? Have you found your voice? Have you become clearer? Do you have more confidence? Are you spending more time with your children? Or are you someone who's been a stay-at-home mom and you're dipping your toe back in working part time and building confidence that way? Are you finding new friends through divorce support groups or other places where you're connecting with other people who are working on themselves? Are you seeing the fear of your high conflict spouse diminish a little bit and standing taller and feeling more self-confidence and esteem around what you're going through? What are you grateful for? And then... Rather than look forward to the next year with resolutions, which we all know last a couple of days, maybe a couple of weeks if you're disciplined, I invite you to practice a daily intention, choosing an attitude going into the new year. Uh, What is good in my day or in my circumstance? Uh, What can I control instead of focusing on all the things I can't control? What do I want? What is my list of what I desire, both small, medium and large, both immediate and in the um, unforeseen future? How do I think about the possibility of getting that? What are the mental obstacles? What are the distortions that I need to look at? Where am I undercutting myself and how can I begin to trust myself, tune into my intuition, sit quietly a little bit more? How can I be my biggest champion? How can I be my best friend? What is the inner critic saying? And am I engaging in that inner dialogue to challenge and lower the volume, if not completely mute my inner critic. And so there's just in terms of setting an intention, not all of those questions, of course, pick what works for you. Pick one or two or three and set that intention. And there's a beautiful practice that that I want to share with you that I was invited into a number of years ago. It's creating a beginning and an end to your day that involves a practice of committing to a more life-enhancing, possibility-producing attitude. And so you can begin before you get out of bed in the morning. When you open your eyes, whatever you think right away, if you open your eyes and you go right to, what am I grateful for? Just laying here this morning, I got a good night's sleep. What am I grateful for this morning? And what is my intention of the day? Maybe my day will be peaceful. Maybe I will slow down and appreciate the little things today. Uh, Maybe I will smile at everyone I pass today and I'll just share joy and hopefully feel more. So setting an intention in the beginning of your day is so beautiful. And then at the end of the day, and it could be when you're in bed and you're laying your head on the pillow, scan your day. What did I do well? Where did I see and take an opportunity to be kind to myself or somebody else, or to do something that makes me feel good or makes me feel good by helping someone else. What can I celebrate about today? And then maybe where can I be a little bit more intentional tomorrow? And so rather than a new year's resolution, I really encourage you to assess this past year, celebrate where you've grown, and where you've moved forward in the direction you want. And then going into 2024, just create a daily practice. And each day, start your day and end your day with a little bit more intention than you did in 2023. The science proves that if you do this, and if you stay focused on those positives, you will begin to build neural pathways that have it easier for you to see the positive. When I coach people and I ask them what they want, they usually immediately tell me what they don't want. This kind of a practice gets your mind thinking about what you can celebrate, what you do want, and on that positive track. And that is going to help energetically move you through the divorce, through the difficult times, and into creating, and I mean truly creating, a life that you love and creating a divorce settlement that may not be ideal, but that you can live with and that you can celebrate. And so I just want to say to each and every one of you, um, You've made it through some of the difficult days of your life. You are here. You're listening. You're working hard. You're absorbing information. You're making every effort to improve your life. Celebrate yourself. Be intentional and trust that 2024 is going to be a better year. Happy New Year. Our free Rapid Relief Call helps you gain a broader perspective, commit to your best next steps, and determine what coaching support is right for you. Visit RapidReliefCall.com to book your call today. group programs, online courses, and free resources. Stay tuned for our next episode, and I'll talk to you soon.